Welcome to the world of The Last of Us, it's Entertainment Talks podcast for the Naughty Dog video game series and the upcoming HBO television series. I'm your host Matthew and today I'm doing a character spotlight, it's quite a big one, for Ellie. Ellie who is one of the two main characters of the game, the other one who I would consider to be the other main character is Joel. Uh, let's read a little bit about Ellie's character and then we'll talk about her and uh, some of my opinions on the character and um, why I believe that she's the actual main character out of the two that I've just mentioned. Uh, this is also a special episode as well because this is part of Entertainment Talk's fifth year anniversary. Uh, so thank you to everybody who's listened to us, whether this, whether this is your first podcast or if you've been listening for a couple of months or a couple of years, uh, thank you very much for listening um, to whatever you have for Entertainment Talk. Uh, but I thought I would do a, uh, I'm trying to do an episode from each of our sort of um, sporadic uh, series that we've got and this is one of those. So thank you very much for listening and this is part of the fifth year anniversary for Entertainment Talk. So thank you very much for all of that. Uh, Ellie is a uh, focal character in the Last of Us franchise. She serves as the, uh, it says here, Duratagonist of The Last of Us, uh, because she's not the playable character in the first game. She is in one particular part or a couple of particular particular sections, but uh, she's not the main uh, playable character. Uh, The playable character, playable protagonist of The Last of Us Part 2. And The Last of Us Left Behind. The main character in The Last of Us, um, American Dreams. That's maybe a book or something. A 19-year-old survivor, Ellie, is uh, mature beyond her years as a result of the circumstances of her environment. Basically, she's lived through she's lived through some things, isn't she? Certainly. She's voiced and motion captured by Ashley Johnson. Now, I couldn't find who Ellie was modelled after. And if you don't know what I mean by that, that is uh, <clears throat> how they actually came up with the design of Ellie. Because Ellie doesn't look like Ashley Johnson. Well, she looks a little bit like her. But, uh, you know, they're not a, a like-for-likeness kind of thing. Um, but, yeah, she is uh, voiced and motion captured by Ashley Johnson, who plays the character in the games. Uh, let's look at biographical information. Um, <clears throat> there's a few interesting things there that you might not have known, because I didn't know these until I looked them up. Other names. Uh, Ellie Williams, that is her non-canon name, because most characters in the game... Not most of them, actually. There's a few characters in the game that do have recognised surnames, such as, you know, J- J- Joel Miller... Um, Tommy Miller as well obviously brothers uh, Ellie's surname is never particularly mentioned but it says Ellie Williams is her um, non-canon name uh, Kiddo she's called that by Joel uh, Baby Girl she's called that by Joel New Kid she's called that by Riley Riley was her uh, friend in the Left Behind DLC which is where she found out that she was immune Wolf by the Seraphites Brick Master by herself Herding Master by herself Babe by Dina, you know, how you kind of refer to a, a girlfriend or something. Um, L by Dina. Um, so those are her sort of nicknames that other people have called her by. So that's kind of cool. Born in the summer of 2019. Uh, she's aged. Now it says in different um, sections of the game. American Dreams, which must be a prequel thing then to, to Left Behind. Because it says in American Dreams, she is 13 years old. In Last of Us. One and in Left Behind she is 14 and then after a bit of a time jump there's a four year time skip at the start of Last of Us 2 after a particular event uh, she is 19 years old in Last of Us Part 2. By the way I will be getting into spoilers so I will be talking about Ellie's fate and other characters fates as well because I'm going to be talking about how she interacts with other characters so if you've not played The Last of Us 1 and 2 Left Behind 
I'm sure if you've played that. Uh, but mainly the first and second game. If you've not, if you've not played them, you're gonna want to switch this podcast off. But if you have played them, you can stick around because I'm gonna get into spoilers for both of those games. So just to let you know about that going forward. Speaking of her fate, her status or status is uh, alive. Occupations. Um, Fedra something school uh, student formerly um, that's where she went to school uh, Jackson County Patrolman formerly uh, affiliation uh, the military in the school thing formerly um, Fireflies informally because she sort of was unwillingly part of the Fireflies I guess um, relatives um, Joel unnamed father um yeah, Anna as her mother, Dina, ex-girlfriend, on and off, you know, girlfriend, um, says Cat, ex-girlfriend, she does mention Cat, I think, in The Last of Us 2, JJ, adopted son, uh, Joel Miller, adopted father, uh, Tommy Miller, adopted uncle, Myra, Mi- Mira Miller, adopted, uh, aunts, uh, says a religion, agnostic, I'm not quite sure what that actually means, but that's her religion, uh, reside, it says, you know, the farm, Jackson, those kind of things, weapons used, a whole bunch of stuff, uh, switchblade, hunting rifle, pistol, Ellie's pistol, bow, revolver, shotgun, silence, machi- submachine gun, water gun, <laughs> machete, Molotov cocktail, nail bomb, smoke bomb, trap, um, mine, pipe, hammer, torch, backpack, I wouldn't really say a backpack as a weapon, but okay, uh, and gas mask, because we've used various of those sort of things. Uh, does it say bow and arrow in here? Yeah, bow, which is you know bow and arrow that she uses. Because uh, Abby's got the crossbow, she's got the bow and arrow, which is how that works in the second game. Um, she is uh, an, an immune human, so that's the only no one else has that status in the game. Female, Caucasian, it's got height and that kind of stuff. But you don't need to know how tall Ellie is. Um, it's got like her hair color, that sort of thing. Uh, appears in Last of Us, American Dreams, Last of Us, Last of Us Left Behind, Last of Us One Night Live. That was when her, uh, sorry, that was when um, uh, Troy Baker and Ashley Johnson did like a stage play version of The Last of Us. Only certain like scenes in that, but uh, I did see, I can't remember if I've seen all of that, but I have, I have seen some of it. That was quite good actually. It's basically just them in live action, you know, Ash- Ashley and uh, Troy on the stage as Joel and Ellie, just voicing the different parts of their character for, from different different scenes from the uh, from the first game, and of course Last of Us Two, uh, voiced by Ashley Johnson, mocap performed by Ashley Johnson, and then yeah, and then it's got here at the end a, a newer kind of note, Bella Ramsey, uh, sorry, p- portrayed by. Um, Ashley Johnson, and then Bella Ramsey in the upcoming HBO TV series, so we know, so we know that that's a factor as well. Uh, so lots of information, a few, you know, little bits and pieces of information there, and then some more, uh, <clears throat> important things. Uh, so yeah, let's get on to the main kind of talking point about Ellie, which is her immunity, which nobody else has. And to me, when I look at the main characters of this game, you know, you see Ellie, Joel, they're the first two, then probably Tommy, Jesse's dead but sure Jesse's a main character Dean obviously Abby Jerry sort of Jerry's involved in the biggest event in the game which is Joel's choice in that particular hospital room Ellie's there she's not conscious but she's there uh Joel is in the room Abby goes into the room after the event happens uh but you could say Jerry's kind of a he's not really a main character because he's only in kind of a few scenes but he's a pretty important character to the series but yeah you look at main characters for the series Joel and Ellie, those are your main two, and then the others 
um, as well. To me, when you look at The Last of Us and you think like, if you were to think, okay, who is the main character? It's Ellie, to me. Um, because if you look at The Last of Us, sure, it's a post-apocalyptic story. The society's fallen apart, clickers infected, and runners and whatever. And, of course, humans themselves have turned... Humans have turned on each other and there's infected roaming around. That's what's caused the post-apocalyptic nature of the game. But what separates The Last of Us from most of of the other stories... There's other stories... There's other zombie and post-apocalyptic stories out there that do address the virus itself. Um, the Kingdom is very, very good at doing that. Sweet Home tried to do it, but completely failed. But uh, The Kingdom was very, very good, good at doing that. The Kingdom, which is the uh, the Netflix show, I recommend you go and watch. Walking Dead mentioned it in its first season, and then that was kind of it. Um... But, uh, yeah, the the main thing that kind of separates this here is uh, the immunity here with, with Ellie. Now, if you take... Let's say you keep Ellie in the game, but you take out her immunity story, right? You completely take that out of the game. Then it's not The Last of Us. It's just then... It can still be called The Last of Us, but it won't then be the same story Ellie is what makes this story and as much as you want to say you know Joel is her protector Joel is her father figure Joel was the one on the journey sure I agree with all that definitely but if you if you either take Ellie out the story or you take Ellie immunities out the story this story is not the same story it's not the last of us anymore so that by definition makes Ellie the main character because Ellie is then the story i mean you could change you know you could change the character to someone called i don't know rebecca or something and then give that hypothetical character called rebecca the same story but then it would still be the same story um so ellie is the last of us um because she's kind of the the last the last hope as well which i guess kind of fits into the title a little bit um joel of course has his own um choice around that i'll get into the whole like ellie and and ellie's ellie's lack of choice i suppose a lack of available choice uh what i mean by that is what's what's interesting about the choices in last of us one and two you know you get to the end of the first game um ellie is um you know taken and whatever she's put on the the operating table on that she's knocked out Ellie's not given a choice. Ellie Ellie knows that, okay, we're going to the fireflies because of my immunity. But the one place where she didn't get a choice is, okay, does she want to sacrifice herself for this potential cure? Because they, they never said that the cure was guaranteed. They always said that the cure was, okay, well, she's going to die and we'll see if we can get the cure. Which is a very, very risky thing to do. Because if you do do then kill at that time... 13 or 4 I think she's 14 at that point if you do then go ahead and kill a 14 year old innocent girl and you don't get a cure then you've wasted that girl's life basically um which I guess was I mean Joel had his own agenda there I suppose which is you know I don't want another daughter figure to be taken away from me because Sarah was already taken away we know that that's why that happened and Joel gets that choice at the end of the first game which is, you know, okay, I can I can kill these people, kill Jerry and these two other nurses, you know, two other hospital staff. You don't have to kill them, but you, you do have to kill Jerry. He's got the choice in that moment of, okay, should I kill Jerry? Because he's going to have to in order to take Ellie out of the room. He kills Jerry, takes Ellie. He's made his choice. He could make the other choice, which is walk away and then see what happens. Of course, Marlene was kind of in the area as well. 
But Ellie never got the choice. Ellie never got the choice of, okay, do I want to die for this cause? She discussed that much, much later with Joel after they had that conversation about, you know, she she wanted her immunity to mean something. And I'm very sure that she 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 did want her immunity to mean something. But the differences here with Joel and Ellie and with Abby, because I'll get onto Abby's choices as, as well. Um, Ellie never had the choice of, okay, does she actually want to do this? It's only until later in The Last of Us 2 when you see the kind of flashback, I think it's a flashback sequence, where they're having the conversation and uh, all, all kind of gets revealed there. Uh, the two choices that Abby's got is, okay, does she want to track down and hunt and kill Joel, which she's in the right right to do that because Joel killed her dad. Uh, I don't know why so many Last of Us fans don't understand that. It's like, okay, if you're in a post-apocalyptic world and someone kills your family, or even if you're not in a post-apocalyptic world and someone kills a member of your family, or some, not even just your family, someone, a friend that you care about or whatever, you're going to want to go after that person, whether it's to kill them or to get them arrested or whatever. depends on whether you're talking about post-apocalyptic world or not. Um, you know, they're in a post-apocalyptic setting and... Joel killed Jerry, and then, yeah, sure, Abby, of course, wants to go after Joel, because of, he did that, so, that is a point of confusion with me among the, uh, I suppose, the fandom, or the fans of Last of Us, of like, oh, we hate Abby, because she killed Joel, sure, we see Abby as a villain in that moment, but, uh, she's perfectly in the right to, to do that, uh, especially in the circumstances of the post-apocalyptic world, to go after Joel, because, yeah, he killed her. He killed her dad. So, anyway, getting back to Ellie, I feel like I'm drifting a little bit away from the the character spotlight thing here. Uh, she never got her choice, and um, the part where she does get a few choices to herself, or the one choice to herself, is at the end of the game. Uh, she gets kind of a double choice, which is interesting because you know up until then, the character of Ellie hadn't been given an opportunity or a choice in that situation. Abby gets her choice whether or not to go after Joel. Joel gets his choice as to whether or not he wants to, you know, what happens in that room with with Ellie. Does he go? Out, does he get get rid of Jerry and save Ellie, or does he leave Ellie there? Um, Ellie only gets her two choices later on in the game, which is: Do I want to leave this family farm life with Jay? Well, not leave it, but leave for now to go and find Abby again after, of course, their big fight and everything. Um, she has the choice there of, okay, do I want to leave Abby out there somewhere, or do I want, and, you know, risk kind of, you know, le- leaving Dina and leaving, leaving JJ here and, and, and kind of abandoning in that moment her family life, or does, she, and then she has the choice later on when she's fighting with Abby in the water, does she want to kill Abby? Um, cause it's in, it's, that's, that's where the whole cycle of violence thing comes in, is when... Hi there and thanks very much for listening. Today I'm here to tell you about our two different affiliate links. The first of which is our Amazon affiliate link. That's where you can shop on Amazon. We can get a small cut of what you spend. But it won't cost you anything extra. So whether you're getting a gift for somebody else. Or treating yourself or maybe both depending on the occasion. We can get a small cut of what you spend. But it won't cost you extra. You can find the link to our Amazon affiliate link in your show notes. The second affiliate link for today 
is our Kualu affiliate link. If you want to get started with a website and a domain name of your choice, you can simply sign up with Kualu using the link in the show notes. They also have a live chat support system that's in the bottom right hand corner as well. So if you need help with getting set up, Kualu will be able to help you with that as well. The links for both of these can be found in your show notes for Kualu and the Amazon affiliate link. If you would like to get the ad-free versions of Entertainment Talks podcast and support us along the way, you can simply sign up over on our Patreon page. You can sign up either as a creator or as a patron. There's no difference there for the time being. And you can get your ad-free podcasts over there. It's a great way to support us on Entertainment Talk and to get rid of the ads and get your ad-free podcasts. You can also support Entertainment Talk on Patreon at the $3 level tier. This gets you a chance to request a review from us of your favourite TV show or film. But it's one per month. So one TV show or film review per month. It's up to you which one you want to choose. We will watch a few episodes of the TV show that you choose. Or of course if it's a film we'll just watch that film and we will review that for you on that month and then when it gets to the next month you can request a new TV show or a film review of your choice that's $3 level tier that does also of course include your ad-free podcasts for the month as well thank you very much for listening and enjoy the rest of the show is when you look at the situation and you think okay you got you got just a circle of revenge here or a train of revenge you know um Joel loses Sarah so Joel's angry at the world for losing Sarah, rightfully so. Joel gets to the end of the game, or we get to the end of the game as Joel. He then has his choice. He chooses the violent option of killing Jerry, but to save Ellie. Then you get the other violent thing that continues from that, which is, okay, Jerry's dead. Abby's not happy with that, because that was her dad. Abby then chooses the violent option of getting the revenge by killing Joel. And then um, Ellie's... You know, annoyed at Abby, of course, for killing Joel. So she goes after Abby. Um, Because it probably would have been the case where... Okay, you know, Abby then kills Joel. That happens. Um, Ellie then goes after Abby. If Ellie then kills Abby, you'll probably get Lev, who then goes after Ellie. If Abby, if Lev then kills Ellie, then Dina would go after Lev. And it would just go on and on and on and on and on. Um, Which is... One of the messages of the game, which is the cycle of violence must end, which Ellie chooses to kill that chain by not killing Abby. And that was her choice. See where I'm going, where I was trying to go with that? The whole choice sort of thing? Uh, so she has the double choice there. Does she Does she leave her family at the farmhouse with the, with the peaceful family life? I know she's got the PTSD thing she's dealing with and that's displayed in that section. But does she choose to do that? She chooses to leave Dina in that moment. She's going to come back. She wants to come back. She's not abandoning. I think I mistakenly said abandoning earlier. I didn't mean to say that word. Uh, I meant to say just sort of leaving for the moment. She plans to come back to Dina um, later on. But she's leaving at that moment. Her peaceful family life with the farm with JJ and Dina. You know, Tommy's kind of convinced her, got through to her. Abby's still a looming threat, possibly. She then goes to find her, and then she has the re- the other choice, which is, okay, do I want to actually kill Abby in this moment? So the game finally did give, you know, the title character, well, not the title character, it's not called Ellie, it's called The Last of Us, uh, the main character, a choice. And um, then you kind of look at all three big characters. Abby had her choice, Joel had his, and Ellie had her big choice 
at the end. Uh, it's kind of a double choice, really, for for Abby at the end. But um, yeah, I think that's I think that's very very interesting within the game. I mean, characters like you know Tommy, um, Jesse, and Dina don't really get the same sort of choice thing. But they're they're not sort of they're not really put in that kind of position. I suppose. I, I mean, I suppose the one choice that Dina does make is okay. I'm going to leave and go back to Jackson. But that's not quite as sort of big as what I was mentioning with uh, with Ellie's choice. But uh, yeah, one of that's one of the things I kind of realised as I was going through and as as the story was going back to discussing Joel's choice which is just that Ellie never got one she just never got a choice um so yeah because that scene would have probably played out very differently in the hospital if let's let's say Joel walks into that room they wake up Ellie or something and they explain the situation to her then Ellie would have gotten a choice so I know I kind of said that again and again and again but uh, that really does play a massive you know that that moment in that room with Jerry versus Joel and then Ellie on the table that is the the that's the last of us's moment that's that's the big moment that changes or sets a new course for the entire story it's what it's what introduces Abby into the story it's what changes Joel as a character it's what gives Ellie no choice in that moment it's uh, it's huge it's massive so yeah uh, but other than that uh, I think Ellie's a brilliant character um I think her quest for revenge was was very very interesting i do think she made the right choice by not killing abby because like i said lev would probably have then gone after ellie and then you know gone after dina and what, what whatever w- would ellie then have had to kill lev and then maybe somebody would have gone after ellie after that and you know the 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 uh cutting off that cycle of violence um because now when because a- abby and lev left in that boat didn't they when lev then wakes up um, Lev and Abby can then have a conversation about like okay Ellie chose to not kill me and we can then change our sort of course of direction I suppose so yeah um, but yeah all, all very very interesting for uh, for Ellie and stuff let's talk about some of our other relationships of course our relationship with Joel I just wanted to talk about the big sort of you know moment thing that really sets the course for the whole game uh, yeah, Joel father figure to her. There's two names that I said that he refers to her as, which is kiddo and baby girl. Um, baby girl's more in these sort of um, uh, emotional moments. Kiddo's just sort of like uh, her, her sort of normal nickname, I suppose. Um, it's interesting as well because I'm pretty sure that when Sarah was dying in Joel's arms, he said, come on, baby girl. So, yeah, you do really have this serious... Um, non-biological but still very much father figure from uh joel to ellie that's that's the i know i did say that you know ellie's the most important character in the series and she is the main character in the series because without ellie or her immunity there is no last of a story because the story would then be so much different but uh yeah the relationship between joel and ellie is probably the most important one and it's one of the biggest driving points to the second game i do know that obviously you know joel dies in the first couple of hours of the of the um second game but uh, it really does still you know there's there's things that Joel taught her and advice and that kind of thing and just the just the general fatherly uh father relationship that that left behind the kind of legacy of that is vital to the character of Ellie so I think that's very important uh, relationship to Dina uh, I thought that was good to introduce that in the second game you know she does have this kind of uh, she had this that thing with with Riley in in the first game, or not in the first game, in the Left Behind DLC, which was which was good for Ellie's sort of early character development. But uh, she gets her you know mature adult uh, relationship with with Dina, 
certainly in the second game, uh, which has kind of got the love triangle thing with, you know, Jesse in there, and then of course they have uh, JJ together eventually. Um, but yeah, Dina being there for her, I thought that was interesting and kind of. Um, I was actually, because I'm at, at the moment, I'm doing my um, platinum run for The Last of Us 2. And, uh, yeah, just when um, when you're grinding through the, the train section and you're on your way to the theatre for the first time, the way that, like, Ellie carries Dina on the way there and she doesn't know why, but uh, you kind of obviously figure out eventually that she tells... Um, she tells uh, Ellie that she's pregnant and things, and they kind of have the the argument about that. But yeah, so it's a huge, huge relationship, and uh, you could argue in a way that like, okay, sure, you've kind of got the replacement lead, which is Dina for Joel in a way, but it's just a different relationship because I think the way that they handle that pretty well in the second game is Joel does leave behind, as I said his father figure father figure sort of relationship for Ellie and that will you know forever change that character but uh, Dean is just sort of a different um pushes Ellie into a different um part of de- development for her character I suppose because then then you're changing the dynamic of the relationship in the first and the second game because in the first game you've got the development of the father daughter Joel and Ellie relationship then he dies in the second game and then you've got the um you know, uh, partner, you know, love interest partner kind of, um, relationship there, the the girlfriend, um, relationship there with Dina in the second game, so you kind of switch up the, um, the type of relationship that Ellie's got and that she's living with in, uh, in the second game, which I think is very, very interesting as well, and I think it does bring out different sides to Ellie's character as well, which I think is quite good, um, because obviously they're different people as well, Ellie, uh, sorry, Joel, and, uh, Dina, so that's quite good. Uh, relationship with Jesse is there's not much entirely there. They're kind of friends, and they sort of have this like, okay, you were with Dina, and now I'm with Dina, so it is what it is. Uh, it's not too much of the relationship there with Tommy. I know it kind of says here about um, where did it go? Uh, adoptive kind of uncle and stuff. Maria, same thing. There's not a terrible amount there, but um. Yeah, I even think just on her own, not uh, you know, because I've said a lot about Ellie's kind of relationships in the game with Joel and with Dina. Uh, even by herself, you know, she's still a brilliant character. She's still a strong, um, strong female character, strong female lead. She's one of my favourite female leads in gaming. Um, she she kind of was in the first game, but certainly even more so in in the second game where she's able to. I mean, you play as her in the second game, so it does kind of bring her character even more forward because uh, she's not just she's she's then no longer sort of like the female lead companion that, that she is in the first game um to, to Joel because obviously he plays Joel in the first game she's then you know takes over as a, as a female lead and uh, it only makes her even better as a character which I think is cool I like her in both the second and the first game I'm just saying that in the second game you know it pushes her forward as a lead and develops her even further because she becomes the the older playable character which I think is cool so that's good as well. Um, what else do I want to say about Ellie? Um, I mean, she survives this game, which is which is great. Because obviously, in the first uh, character spotlight that I did, I talked about Jesse, uh, and he doesn't survive the game. So uh, yeah, we get to see more of Ellie hopefully in the future. As I said on the uh, other podcast as well, I think Bella Ramsey will do a pretty good job with the character. She's obviously going to be playing the uh, the younger version that we know from the first game. 
because that's where they have to start the story. I mean, that's not actually where they have to start the story, but it's probably where they're going to. So, that should be cool. Um, but, yeah, I'll be interested to see where they go with Ellie in the future. I think that her and Dina probably will be fine and we'll get back together. It's going to take a little bit of convincing, possibly, because Dina does have the argument of, like, okay, you left me and uh, JJ to go and pursue this, like, revenge mission again after that had kind of calmed down. But, um... Yeah, Ellie is a uh, Ellie's a brilliant character, and I really like her. So that's pretty cool. Um, yeah, that's kind of mostly what I have to say about Ellie. She is the main character to me. Um, the 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 only way that you make Joel the main character, the actual main character, is if you give the immunity to him because the story is about her because she's got the immunity. So there you go. But uh, what do you all think of Ellie? What do you think of the relationship that I talked about? What do you think of her as a, you know, when she's on her own in the game, when she's kind of going solo and things in the game? Uh, what did you think of the, the change of perspective that I tried to try to sort of mention there? Like, you know, she's kind of the, your, she's your companion in the first game uh, with, you know, you playing as Joel, then you switch over and she becomes the female kind of lead playable character uh, in, in the second game, what, what do you think of Ellie, just all, on all the different fronts that I mentioned, and the changes with, you know, losing Joel, and gaining Dina, and, uh, how all that kind of went, and what do you think of, um, the choices thing that I mentioned, I, I, I do think that's pretty big for Ellie's character, uh, just didn't, didn't get a choice in the, uh, in the moment that mattered, really, um, which is have whole immunity thing. So I think that's very interesting. Um, but yeah, what do you think? Let me know. Matthew at EntertainmentTalk.org, Twitter, eTalkUK. There's a contact page and information in your show notes. So get involved and let me know what you think. But uh, I look forward to playing as Ellie again uh, in the future games. Hopefully that does happen, whether it's DLC or even if it's in Factions 2, whatever. Um, that should be quite cool as well. But uh, Matthew, at, Matthew at EntertainmentTalk.org, Twitter, eTalkUK. There's a contact page and information in your show notes. So let me know what you think of Ellie as a character. I know some people that hate Ellie as a character. They think that Abby's better. They think that Dean is better. Look, there's there's a fan out there that hates one of the characters in the game. There's there's people that hate Ellie. There's people that hate Joel. There's people that hate Dina and Tommy. You know, all the different characters. So, uh, hey, if you really hate Ellie as a character, let me know as well. You're entitled to your opinion, I suppose. Uh, The one point where I don't feel like you can particularly argue against my point is her not being the main character her and joel are the main characters but she is the she is the story so um but if you again if you disagree with me with that that's perfectly fine let me know your thoughts on the whole situation regarding ellie and uh also should i thought this was quite obvious but just pointing this out as well brilliantly performed by ashley johnson she's won uh she did win an award for the first game i know that um uh, what was her name uh, Laura Bailey won the award at the Game Awards for the second game as Abby, but I thought that she was great as Abby. So uh, they, they, the, award, the awards are getting shared around the, the talented cast, which I think is good. But uh, Ashley Johnson has won an award as Ellie, which is very, very good. So there's that. But uh, if you like what you've heard today and you want to hear more of what we do, you can find us on entertainmenttalk.org, um, TV, video games, films, and uh, Manchester United podcast. So uh, get involved and let me know what you think um thanks very much for listening if you want to uh support entertainment talk if you like with what you've heard and you want to support what we're doing that would be great as well uh patreon one dollar three dollar level tiers for ad free podcast and review options uh if you don't want to do that that's fine you can use word of mouth and social media um which is just simply telling people to go to entertainmenttalk.org or to search for entertainment talk on their favorite podcast platform of choice as well social media facebook twitter different facebook groups if you want to use those 
you can do that as well. That's perfectly fine. Uh, so there's that. Uh, TV and film news. If you want your up-to-date reliable TV and film news. Film news. David runs GeekTown. GeekTown.co.uk. And GeekTown Radio on Tuesdays. Uh, so go and check that out. As well. Um, so check that out. Uh, Bex is streaming daily pretty much over on Twitch. Trista Bytes. Trista B-Y-T-E-S. I'm also streaming re- regularly on Twitch as well. E-Talk UK on Twitch. And uh, Barry does his horror podcast over on Talk and Stalk. And he does his DC podcast over on Geektopia which are both on YouTube. So check those out as well. Thanks very much for listening, and I'll see you next time. Goodbye.